We're trying to, we're trying to, essentially what we're trying to do is travel, travel. We're trying to walk, we're trying to get from one place to another. Now, the distance that we're trying to traverse is not a physical distance, it's a mental distance, it's a, it's a spiritual distance, it's an emotional distance. We're trying to move... We've got a key for this gentleman. Anyone has a key for him? So we're trying to move ourselves, we're trying to move ourselves emotionally, we're trying to move ourselves psychologically, we're trying to move ourselves intellectually, we're trying to move. We actually try to, in other words, we don't even stay in the same place. Now, the notion of movement in learning is is very much part and parcel of the experience of Torah learning. Learning, learning Gemara is in a certain way, the Gemara that we're learning, it's, it's, it's more of a, it's more, the, the, the real distance is really in, this, in the realm of intellect. It's true. Because we're learning Gemaras which, even though were they to be applied, they would be applicable, but they're not really going to be part and part of our life. But the point is movement. And the, the verse says it explicitly. The verse, when it describes the notion of Torah learning, begins with the words, Im b'chukotai te'lechu. Im b'chukotai te'lechu. Im te'lechu. If in my statutes you will work. And then it promises all the bounty. If you walk in my statutes. Walking. Walking in my statues. Now, how do you walk in a statue? A statue is not a road, it's not a pathway, it's not a field, it's not something to walk within. And from this, Rashi derives the primary obligation to what he, de- what he describes as toiling in Torah. You have to expend effort in Torah. So the Maral on the spot in Rashi in Parashat explains the connection between the verb walk, and the derivative understanding of expending effort in the study of Torah. And he says, because walking, which is a verb used in the, in the prose of the Pasuk, is two connotations, has two connotations to it. Number one, walking is exhausting. Now, when we think about walking, we think about walking from our dearest and back to here. And from our, what do you mean? Walking is exhausting. No, but if you go on a five-day hike, it's exhausting. Walking is exhausting. It's just that we don't walk, so we think it's not exhausting. Walking is an exhaustion. So first of all, from the fact that the Apostle describes the process of learning by using the metaphor of walking, it means it requires tremendous effort and it will be a toil. And also, it means that the toil that you employ is the process of moving from point A to point B. So therefore, the goal of Torah is to expend effort in order to arrive at a deeper stage, to go to a different place intellectually in your understanding. Now the funny thing is, and you'll, 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 you'll be stunned by this, as I'm sure you already are, thank you, Don. Moshe, Amin, Ben Meir, Daniel, Give me a Hebrew name quick. Mordechai. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be amazed that it says, Im bechukotai. It doesn't say, Im bemitzvotai. Im bemishpotai. Mishpotai, mitzvotai. It doesn't say, it says, Chuk, a choik, a choik. A choik is something which 
if you're a little bit familiar with rabbinic literature, is described as the category of law that is not gross within the grasp of the of the human mind. And that's where you have to put your effort into learning. But one, you can't, you can't understand it. You're, there'll be a short circuit. No, you're making a mistake. We think a choik is something you can't understand. No, a choik is something you can understand, but you can't, but you can, but you can't, but you can, but you can. You can, you can't, you can't, you can. Yes. The choik is something that you can understand it, but as much as you understand it, there'll always be more to understand. So therefore, this journey of walking in the choik will last forever. Because you'll go deeper and deeper and deeper. Ech Says Shlomo HaMelech, I've become wise. V'hira choikim yimene. And it's far away from me. That's what Shlomo HaMelech said when he studied Paraduma. I've become wise and it's far from me. It's not that he studied it and understood nothing. He studied more and more and more and more. And then he got to a point and then he said... Now I understand nothing. But he understood so much, but nothing. But so much, but nothing. That's the greatest of Torah. That as much as, as deep, as, as profound as your knowledge becomes, you've never understood anything, but you've understood everything. The Ramban said of himself what he understands of Torah. And yet, the entire Torah on his fingertips is but a tip in the ocean, a drop in the ocean of what Torah is. Imagine an ocean, imagine a drop. It's the Ramban, the Ramban, the Ramban. It's a walking safe of Torah. Because in Bechukoyse Tenechuk, that's where we are. We are to walk within the Torah, walk within the Torah. And another thing is, why is it saying Bechukoy say Tarutsu, run? Because it takes effort, but the process is a slow process. It's methodical, it's step by step. You can't run, and it doesn't say in Bechukoy say Taufu, fly. Walking. A mere walking means. One foot, second. And do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I have Baruch Hashem children. They have to learn how to walk. It's amazing. Animals are born walking. Came out almost like kinder. Children uh, are not born walking. No, maybe some of you have experience, but or maybe you, Taka, you probably all. I think it's safe to assume that once all of us were children. For others, me for example, we still remain children. But some people are grown. I mean, I remember, hypothetically speaking, when you were nine months old and you took your first attempt at walking, and something like that. Now look at you. I mean, I've been watching you and you're walking. <laughs> Fresh now. It's like you don't even have to think anymore. You just walk. Backwards. Through it around. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. When just a few years back, there you were, toddling. You know, like I have, I have at the moment a toddler. And you're like, you're walking in like your truck. But he's like very unsteady in his reason. Like he's a little bit rocky. Because... To learn to walk <laughs> takes time. To learn to walk takes time. You can't just jump into the choik and start walking. What happens? You get into the choik and you start to crawl. Start to crawl. You're crawling in the choik. You know, don't you feel like you're crawling through Cheska's button? <laughs> you're crawling. You're crawling. And then you start to crawl through a rashi, a rashba. 
then you like then then you can't even you sometimes you just feel like you're flat on your back and you can't turn over. And then you start to suddenly you can turn over and then you can roll and then you can pull yourself around on the floor and then eventually learn how to go on your knees and then you can crawl and then you take your first teaching step and eventually you can walk. And even when you can walk, you can only walk. You can never run. Never run. And you're never meant to run. You're only ever meant to walk. You're meant to move. But you're meant to move in the right way, at the right pace. And it's hard and it takes time. And it's step by step. Step by step. Why is very fascinating Shaila in the Shailas and Chubas, a response work which said, as the Shaila was sent to, to, to the Rav and it said, why were people created without wings? Why weren't we given wings? So the answer he gives is because it would be way too easy to do a various. <laughs> imagine if you had wings, you just, have, you just like think of something and next thing you know, imagine like Guys are outside, busy having a smoke outside the base mattress, and next thing you know, he's in Ben Yoda having a smoke. <laughs> <Now he's laughs> hey, how you doing, Angel? <laughs> sure, of course they're here. I'm not the one with wings. <laughs> so, so therefore, that's important. That's what we're trying to do over here. Um, it takes time. And that's why you actually have to take step by step. And the step we took yesterday was a huge, gigantic one. We took a big step yesterday. We took a step towards ourselves in a way of an approach to self which is very not aligned to the Western paradigm of self-understanding. And that was that the person that we are is hidden but complete. He's hidden but complete. Until this Reb Yeruchim that we discussed yesterday, my entire understanding of potential was something raw and ill-defined, which may or may not come out into fruition, but certainly it's not a cogent reality. And the huge movement of mind that occurred in my thinking processes and paradigms from the Dvar Torah discussed yesterday was that when you look at yourself and you identify your potential as a reality, so then it becomes cogent, it becomes concrete, it just becomes a different level of reality. Remember we discussed yesterday, I'm sorry, I'm basing myself on the premise that yesterday was something that we somehow have some level of cognizance of even today. I know it's been, it's been many an hour. Do you recall we discussed yesterday? Yesterday we discussed the notion expressed in the first Russian passions of the era that there's two aspects to Akkadosh Baruch's manifestation in the world. One's called Shem, Shem Dalajud, Shakai, and the other one is the Shem Avaya. One is connected to Akkadosh Baruch's capacity to put into position the reality under the surface so that it's invisible, it hasn't yet come to fruition. And the second one is when he brings it to the fore. He allows it to penetrate the surface from which it was, from where it was hiding beneath and comes into the fall. One is called the promise, and one is called the fulfillment. One is called the potential, and one is called the reality. They're two aligned, parallel ways that God manifests himself in the world. For example, right now, did you ever wonder, did you ever wonder how clearly the Chachamim, the Anjei Knesna the Gemoyim Brachas, you learning the Gemoyim Brachas? They didn't know grammar, did they? 
the people that made the 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 tzaddikim and the nevim, the nevim, eh? amazing. Novi didn't go to Rabbi Gogik's all pain. Um It's amazing because because if you think about it, when they when Metaken they the brocha immediately preceding the Shemona Esrei in Shachris, and back for one Hashkiveni preceding the Shemona Esrei in Ma'ariv, they, they got the tenth row. Borcha to Hashem, v'neemar at Ma'ariv, borcha to Hashem, Yigal, Yisrael, he will redeem Yisrael. Yigal, he will redeem. They didn't understand future tense. They said, Goal, he redeemed. Amazing, eh? Such a silly botch, and like it's, a, it's amazing, and no one spotted it until I just chopped it. Now. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Three thousand years of Jews, two thousand years of Jews davening, and no one's ever like paid attention to yeah, it. Shachris as well. Oh, in Shachris you can answer because they don't like saying it aloud because you don't want to be mafsik when Google it first. So someone's really paying attention. So go out, Israel. He redeemed Israel. He redeemed Israel. No, Israel's in slavery. He didn't redeem Israel. There's also Goel Yisrael, which we say after in Shmona Yisrael too. Seemingly, it's referring to different times and different places. No? I'm, I'm open to answers. Well, there's different ways of redemption. I'm just going to. I said that I'd reconvene with these guys, but I'm trying to do. Maybe I'll just put them on autopilot and see if we can just continue to live. Is it that works? Sorry, guys, I missed something. I'm just davening. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I was away, he'd get me in the So, so, what was I saying just before I left? Gal Yisrael. Gal Yeah, Gal, you guys should say, Yigal, he will redeem Israel. The Jews have not been redeemed. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they have. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Who redeemed from Egypt? Oh, you mean it's going on, it's going on Mitzrayim? That is the Mitzrayim. One of the Mitzrayim is Shema now. I was just going, Goal Yisrael means that that w- he redeemed them then. It's not going on that he will redeem them in the future. Sorry, sorry, sorry guys, you obviously figured that out. Explain to me. <laughs> so it says, Sur Yisrael, the rock of Israel. Kuma Israel. Come stand up for the help of Israel. Ufadei and redeem. Khunumecha, like you said, Yudav Israel. It's referring to the future redemption to Israel. So it's like this. Hashem, you're going to redeem the Jews in the future. Borcha to Hashem, you redeem us in the past. That's fine. <laughs> you did it once, do it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hashem, you're going to redeem. Borcha to Hashem, not that you will redeem us, which would be consistent with the first part, but Borcha to Hashem, you did redeem us. That's it's like saying, Goyal Israel, it's not that you are the redeemer of Israel. But you understand there's something a bit dodgy, eh? Yeah, yeah. All over the place. I would actually say. So, the the coin to Avot makes perfect sense. The coin to Avot is the Jews are redeemed. The redemption happened. Uh, which is the Koya. <laughs> Goyal Israel, there's a redemption right now. It's here, it's here. The Goyal is present. It just has to come to the fore. What was it? Avram Avinu, Avram Yitzchak Yankov. They lived with the Gula. Which Gula did they live with? The Gula Bekoyach. Huh? They lived with the Gula Bekoyach, not the Gula Bepoyel. It's also Gula. It's also Gula. Beautiful. It's amazing. It's profound. It's astonishing. It's Hasidish.
<laughs> Actually, I heard this. I heard this from one of the 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 big mashpim in the Hasidic world. The person called Motel Motel Zilba. Anyway, um, good. So I'm glad we've come to that. So that means we've moved. We've moved as people from yesterday to today. Or we're starting the process of movement. We're crawling, we're crawling, but let's walk. And that is that we have to, we have to sit down. I did this for myself. I sat down. I took out a piece of paper. May I borrow this? I took out a piece of paper and I told you what I did. Yeah, I went. No, I'm not going to waste a piece of paper. No, you can. Okay, well, maybe you'll continue. I'll use this piece of paper. So in the middle, you put me. Right? And then you put all the things that you are now, but you're not. That you are now, but you're not. But you are. Look at him. Gidon. Gidon's his, uh, his uh, major aircraft designer. It's amazing. He's a Formula One racing driver. He's a Boki Bishas. He's a he's a kind and gentle father of a adolescent boy. Amazing. It's amazing. Kind and gentle. Understanding. Understand understanding. And understanding. All of those things. All of those things. But you must make sure that they come into fruition. To understand. It's all you. It's not that these things are possibilities. They they they're concrete. They're concrete. So again, I'm not saying these things are about you. But I'm saying they're concrete. You have to find the concrete nature of self which is under the surface. But it's as concrete as, as that things that are in the surface. Except you can't see it as easily. You have to look. You have to, you have to take it off a few layers before it shines out in front of you. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a very... It's, a very, it's inspiring. Inspiration, what it means is that it tells you how much you can extend yourself beyond your present parameters. You can move. You can really move. You can really move. We are limited very much by our perception of ourselves. By focusing on the reality of what we are, we limit ourselves. Because when we measure ourselves up, we don't use... We've got these two levels. The me over here, and the me that comes to the... Which, which is presently manifest. And unfortunately, we measure ourselves by the present me and not the real me. So therefore we say, well, I can't do that. Well, why, how do you know you can't do it? Well, I've never done it before. Well, you know, you've never been a father before and you do it. You've never... Whatever you haven't done, you've never done it before and then you do it. And you can do it. Well, what happens? Where did it come from? Where did it come from? Where did it come from? The thing that you don't know that you can do until you do it, where did it come from? Because it was there already. So all you have to do is tap into what's there already, and then you can just say, well, why should I wait for something to awaken it? Let me awaken it myself. Conquer the world. You can conquer the world, maybe, if you've got Napoleon inside of you. 
stunt stop the rush in the winter. Um, he learned his lesson, didn't he? Um, do you understand? Do you understand how vital... Or, uh, yesterday, today, it's not a vote. It's a vehicle of movement that we have. It's use it to move. In perception, in direction, in understanding. Let's it's, it's try use it to move. Uh, it may be overwhelming to try to find everything that you are in potential, which is a reality. Maybe you can find one thing. How do you find it? Well, sometimes you look at your history, sometimes you just know it. You know what you are. Sometimes you have to bring evidence from what you've done and you've seen glimmers of it. And the truth is sometimes you don't you don't actually have a clue until you have experience. Sometimes you need to engage in the in the broadening experience of life. I said you should all go travelling in India. <laughs> Watch India. The the presidential cynic. The but the internal city is saying, no, it's not real, it's not real. It's the world of potential, but it's not... I can't... Okay, I appreciate this, the, the, the rise and everything else, that it's an, it's an actual world and it's happened. All has happened already and in, in Bakoya. I understand that. But how do I feel that? And, and isn't that less real than coming and saying, I want to be this guy and therefore I'm going to choose A? to think about it, but I definitely think in terms of we have to see where the, the <coughs> practical differences lie. There are practical differences. I would say that the, in terms of the internal experience of the moment, the practical difference would lie is if I come and I give the share, and I say, I am a comedian, so then the approach to what I do is very different to um, raw material and maybe I'll be able to wing it by telling a few good jokes. I want to be. I want to be funny. This is a confidence scam. This is saying... No, it's not a confidence scam. It's a different perception of reality which may, as I'm saying, the practical thing is which may, as an aside, breed a different level of confidence. But it's not that you're doing it for the confidence. It's just, it's, it's, it's living life in a very different way. Your whole relationship with self is different. Raboisa, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Um, if anyone has any idea why what I should be doing with my life, I really would would appreciate your if it's a Tai Chi instructor. I think I could be if I practice more. I think I could be good at that. MBA. MBA. I, th- I think I'd be terrible at business.
Hey? Oh, basketball. Yeah. He majored in basketball. NBA. Yeah, you guys NBA. Go for basketball. Oh, NBA. Uh, NBA. NBA. I could be good at NBA. Yeah. My head, I don't know NBA grades. Is there a problem in basketball? Just believe you'll feel great. Yeah, believe, <laughs> believe in the ball, believe in the ball. Write it down, it'll happen. Write it down, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna be OJ too. OJ. <laughs> Is it football? OJ's the one who heard of this fight.